0: 13 away from five, Barry, so political editors with us, hey, Barry? Good afternoon, Heather. Right, so it seems the government is scrambling at the last minute to change the the Three Waters legislation or clarify the Three Waters legislation.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you've heard it here first. uh, Heather, I found out just a couple of minutes ago that the Three Waters legislation, the committee stages, will be back before Parliament this week. Now, uh, up until now, they've fudged it. They haven't told us when it was going to be reported back. Well, I've just found out it will be this week, presumably. Does
0: does that mean it's going to be voted uh, on under urgency this week?
1: Uh, Well, I'm not sure whether it will be under urgency. I imagine that would be the case. They want to get this off the statute books, Uh, well, on the statute books, but out of parliament. And, um, yeah, uh, Nanaya Mahuta, she'll be working on the plan tonight, I would imagine, to save the face of this government, this constitutionally, Heather, no other media outlet's been talking about it but News Talk ZB, which I find absolutely extraordinary. But it's a constitutional change that was being proposed here. I went back to the legislation today. Now, under clause four of the bill, the authorities set up to uh, uh, take over the water services, they would be required, and I'm quoting the bill, would be required. To give effect to mano uh, to mano o uh, to y, uh, when performing their functions, they also went on to say that they consider that to mano uh, a statement should apply to all water bodies, and the uh, body set up to run it would have to give effect to those statements. And to that effect, uh, they recommend. This is the select committee that reported back a couple of weeks ago, inserting a clause to state. That um, the uh, Tamana Otawai applies to freshwater, coastal water, and geothermal water. But I'll tell you what, uh, if you listen to Jacinda Ardern, uh, she says it wasn't a sleight of hand. It seems it was purely shabby, uh, my words, not hers, drafting of the Three Waters Bill when it was reported back to Parliament. But- she was quite defensive when I asked her about it on a way yeah. into the caucus meeting this morning. Here she is.
0: The reference in the legislation does not change the scope of three waters. It is only about uh, the drinking water,
1: uh, wastewater, and stormwater. It extends it to coastal and geothermal, if you read the legislation, which I've done this morning. I've read the legislation, it does not change the scope. However, if we make a statement, then that statement has to stand under the no. entities. However, I can see, based on your questions, that it has caused
0: potentially some confusion. So we'll ask the drafters whether there's a way to make it much
1: clearer. So you're going to have it changed, are you? No,
0: I'm just going to ask the question over whether or not it could be drafted with more clarity, because obviously it's created some confusion.
1: I mean, honestly. Well, OK,
0: well, but when, Barry, this is, is unusual. In- this is unusual. This is unusual, isn't it, to leave it to the... Here you are, you've you've got it coming back, it's potentially going to be voted on under... potentially under urgency mm. this week, and you're changing it at the last minute because of one interview oh, that you had last night and where the Deputy Prime Minister didn't understand the concept.
1: Yeah, and I just wonder whether they were planning this as a sleight of hand, under-the-carpet type thing, and suddenly we realise that the Ewe have the power that we suspected they could have. Well, not mm. suspected, but the law actually says they could have. And I wonder whether Nanaya Mahuta, who's been proposing this, was as upfront with her cabinet colleagues as um, she should have been. I wonder where the National Party is in all of this. Surely the report back they must have uh, signed off, Uh, that's the committee members that were on the select committee. Uh, I I just don't know what's happened here, but I'll tell you what, from where I look, it looks pretty bloody shabby.
0: It is shabby, yeah. Hey, by the way, so so is, the, is this how it's going to work? Instead of going for letting the 16-year-olds vote for, for Parliament, for central central body elections, central government elections, the government is going to let them vote for the local body elections for, for councils?
1: I reckon what you're going to see is um, a branch Chop, You're going to see uh, this government uh, with another piece of legislation. They'll have two bits. Uh, one will be to try and get 75% of signing off 16-year-olds. They're interested in getting this uh, in place because, of course, 16-year-olds would be be more sympathetic to the left than they would be to the right. So uh, it's in their interest to get it signed off. But what they'll do is they'll have a trial run, if you like, with a separate piece of legislation to give. And they only need 51% uh, majority in Parliament to get this through, not the 75%. So they'll go with local authorities Mm. and um, local authorities, probably at the next election, 16-year-olds would be voting there. Now, um, Christopher Luxon says the government's got better things to think about than legislating for 16-year-olds to vote. Uh, He said National will oppose it, holus bolus, preventing uh, 75% um, uh, getting it through. Uh, uh, This is what he had to say about the issue this morning. Lowering the voting age is a bit ideological, frankly, and I think the government should be focused on the things that really are substantive and matter. Youth offending, ram raids, gang membership, access and speed of access to courts at the moment. When you talk about ideological, do you believe they're doing it because Labour and the Greens would be more likely to get the young vote than what you would? I guess what I mean is, over the last few weeks, I think we've seen a government that has become increasingly ideological, that is not actually focused on the things that New Zealanders care deeply about. And a lot of it, frankly, is distractions and deflections and squirrels that are put up each and every week to take away from the real issues.
0: Can't argue with that, Heather. Yeah, Barry, thank you very much. Barry Soper, political editor.